Hey, my name is John Bonham. Welcome to my podcast, Daddy Confessions. I'm an educator and father of two boys. This podcast is for dads and about dads. We will talk about things that dads are faced with as they go through their journey in fatherhood. This podcast is for every kind of dad, from soon-to-be dads to those dads who are now empty nesters. Welcome to another episode of Daddy Confessions. I'm your boy, John, and today we are going to talk with two friends from college. Man, I got my Trinity shirt on today, repping Trinity. This shirt actually has been around since I was at Trinity. I'm pretty sure this is, I don't know, this might be from freshman year, uh, which I don't know if that says good things or bad things. Vintage, vintage. But today uh, I got my boy Carlos is back. Uh, he's going to chat with us a little bit, and we got someone new today, Javier Sanchez. Javier, can you introduce yourself to the people? Yes, sir. Uh, Javier Sanchez, as uh, John mentioned, um, went to college together at Trinity. Uh, currently, uh, father of two, happily married, um, live up in Connecticut, um, graduated as an economics major at Trinity, and um, currently in a sales role in my current role. So that, that's me in a nutshell. Now, you say currently, you planning on having some more kids? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're good um, we, we talked about it forever, right? we, we talked about it but uh we decided on two we, we thought okay. that was that was good we did we decided on two or no it was a we it was a okay we. okay <laughs> <laughs> i had to ask because you know i made the mistake i actually had so i was telling uh a parent who was visiting my school the other day I said, yeah, I made the mistake of asking my wife right after she gave birth to our second kid whether she wanted to have a third. And the woman looked at me like she was ready to beat me up. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that was my mistake. My wife uh, wanted nothing to do with the third child. So, and we good, you know, too. I'm good now. I wouldn't wouldn't change that for the world. I don't know what happened. I already got gray hair here and there. If I had a third, (laughs) this would be gray. I might... (laughs) I might be in a wheelchair somewhere. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, we had those conversations, but it was, you know, all the financial considerations, all the, you know, everything. And the other thing, it might sound silly, right? But like, even like vacation packages, man, they, they don't have a five, five person right? vacation package. <laughs> no, that's, Carlos knows. <laughs> that is a good point, man. I know. You put Carlos that fifth kid know. in the mix, you, you gotta, you gotta figure out something else. You like, well, Yep. You, you like, paying full price again. On. You paying full price again, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Carlos knows. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, man. So let me introduce myself then. Yes, Carlos, go ahead. Introduce yourself to the people, please. Yeah, Carlos Resto. I uh, went to college, obviously, with uh, John. I was actually roommates with Javier at uh, Trinity College in Hartford. I study psychology, and currently, I work. Uh, in state government, in human uh, human health services, uh, up here in Massachusetts. That's what yeah. I've been doing for uh, the last fifteen years. Wow! So these guys, I know, right? And I'm a proud a proud father of boy girl twins who are six, and uh, a little four year old boy who's a hurricane. So <laughs> yeah, and if it was up to my wife, we would have about six or seven kids Ooh. right now. So oh man, uh, okay. 
she, well, lo- she loves kids. Well, you can tell her she already <laughs> win with three. Yeah. Three is all you already winning uh, with three because uh, most people not three, going that far. Three two days. years. <laughs> yeah, she. So started with twins right off the bat. So yeah, so you decided you guys went back for the gamble for that second one or that for that. I guess the yeah, no, one. we did, we did, we did, we did. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, when when Carlos told me he was having twins off the off the right off the bat, I was like, "Wow, you you skipped minor leagues, man! You went right to the majors." Like, <laughs> well, and then it was boy or girl, so I'm like, "I'm set that you know we got one of each." And she's like, "Oh, oh we're not done, we're not done." I'm like, "Oh, okay." What a come. <laughs> so tonight we want to talk a little bit about you know it's been about. 11 months now or something like that i don't even know it's been a year it's been over a year now it's been 13 months now right wow um since since uh covid started um we have been um most of us at home you know our kids have been at home and i wanted to talk tonight a little bit about what it's been like um being a father parenting during covid and how uh, that has affected you positively, negatively, what things have you seen, um, you know, in your household that maybe would not have happened um, had we not been forced to spend so much time <laughs> together over the past year. So, um, so tell me, before COVID, what would you say was the average amount of time that you spent um, away from home. So like mm. commute at work and then, you know, commute home. Like what was that, what, what did that look like for you guys prior to prior to COVID? Uh, for me, I mean, I can tell you it was pretty frantic. I mean, I was probably up by five, six, um, you know, my wife's a nurse. So we had our whole morning routine that we had to get done, get ready. I had to get into the office, get the kids ready for school. Um, and at that point, my youngest, Julian, um, he was still in daycare. So it was two different processes for my older, right? Get him ready for school, get him on the school bus, kind of wait until he gets on the bus. And I had to, you know, head to um, the daycare, drop my youngest off then head into the office. So I was probably getting into the office around like nine, nine thirty, And then on an average day work until five thirty six, right. Um, my wife and I would kind of text during the day and figure out like, Hey, who's on first to pick up who and when, um, and usually she picked up my, our oldest. Um, and I would go and pick up our, our youngest Julian. Um, and so that was probably around six, six thirty. We get home by like seven. We're having dinner. Then it was like half an hour of relaxation time, and then bath time, and then um, bedtime. Right. So by like eight, eight thirty, kids are in bed. So that that was my routine. Right. So you're talking. Really, it's not how many hours I was away from home. It's it's like how many hours was I home in a course of a day? It was maybe like three to four hours in, in a given day, um, if that. So it was hectic. Yeah. Definitely hectic. What about you, Carlos? So for me, uh, I, I was up at 530. I was outside. I, I would probably leave. I started early at work. Um, so I was usually in by in the office by 730. Um, so 
I literally left at six thirty and came home at six o'clock. I have close to you know an hour commute. Um, and then coming home, it was, <laughs> it was hectic. It was doing, you know, getting dinner prepared, getting the kids showered, uh, and bathed, uh, having dinner. And, uh, yeah, for me, it, it's, it's only like two, two and a half hours with them. And, and then, cause you know, they would wake up. I was already gone. I had the, you know, very lucky that my wife, you know, is able to, you know, uh, runs her own business from home. So she kind of handles, would handle everything in regards to getting them prepped for, uh, for school and stuff like that. But uh, uh, mine was just getting early to the office. It's just the nature of my job. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, similar for, for me as well. It was interesting though, because, because I work in schools um, and in recent years, so my oldest, who's now seven, so Trey is seven, and he has been going to school with me for a couple of years now. So he and I traveled together, but he had to get up really early to get in the car. And we would, it took us about 45 minutes um, <clears throat> to get to, to work and to school in the morning. Um, I don't even remember what time we were getting up at that. I mean, it was probably, we were probably getting up at like six o'clock. Um, and my wife um, is a nurse as well. And she worked. At the time, she was working uh, four, four twelves, I think. Ooh. So, so she was, and she was working from eleven to eleven, mm. if I remember correctly. Mm. And uh, so, she was able to get um, our youngest to daycare, um, but I had to, you know, <clears throat> pick him up. We had to, you know, it was a whole, it was a whole thing, and. Um, <laughs> And, but we were, you know, in the car for an hour and a half total um, each day. And, you know, my schedule was a little bit shorter because it was, it, it coincided with the school day a little bit more. But there were times when I had to work late into the evening. Uh, there were times when, you know, we had, I had to drop the boys off at my mother's house and go back to school for, for meetings at, at school at night. And now, um, which kind of leads me to the next piece of it. Um, it's actually in some ways gotten worse. Um, so what, what, what I've experienced now is that work hours don't matter. Um, so, you know, there's always something to do. There's meetings into the evening. There were, I think there were a lot more meetings created because people were not face to face. Um, although I've been at work, so I, I go to my office every day. But we have been, but because we're not meeting and people weren't able to just like swing by somebody's office and get things done, there were all these additional meetings that kind of were put on the books. Um, and so sometimes that meant that I was working more into the evenings than I had ever been before. And I started a new job uh, <laughs> in July last year. So right when the pandemic started. Uh, so new job, you know, new responsibilities, everything was kind of moving in a different direction. But um, tell me how has how things been for for you guys in terms of working from home? You guys are both working from home now, correct? Yes. So how has that been for you working from home? Um, for me, I mean, working from home. So I, I, the bulk of my career, I've been in sales, so I've always had some sort of mobile aspect to my to my job, right? Like I've I've always had a little bit of freedom to kind of work from home and and work mobily and travel and things of that nature. Um, 
I think what the pandemic caused me to do is to kind of hit pause, right? It's like, yeah, I'm working from home, but I'm only working from home. And I had the other layers of, right? We decided to keep our kids work, um, to distance learn, right? Um, and so essentially from the very beginning, so it became much more, it became more than just kind of balancing my schedule. And so John, to your point, I think, I think there was some of that where there's, there's a little bit of added um, meetings that maybe you wouldn't normally see in a normal environment, right? Um, and I think, you know, I kind of tip my hat to the leadership we have who kind of, they quickly understood, look, this is a, this is, we don't have the rules. We don't have the playbook for this. So um, they've been really flexible and like, look, whatever time you need to kind of figure things out, take it. And, but, you know, we trust that you guys are kind of getting what you need to get done, done from there. So, so from a, from a job perspective, it hasn't been, um, at least from the, the job demand perspective, it hasn't been as um, stressful, but I would say the biggest challenge for me um, has been balancing the hectic schedule that I have during the course of a day and managing the school calendar of my children, right? And I've got one child who's in third grade, one child who's first year kindergarten, right? Like just moved there from preschool, getting used to like, I was, I was help desk. I was, you know, math tutor, English tutor. Like I was everything for like the first couple of months. And so that to me was the most demanding time. And I will say, and I tell my wife this all the time is, the thing I miss most about the commute. So for the most part, I don't miss it. Right. I've, mm -hmm. I've, I've it's been um, very, it's been invaluable time, but the biggest thing I miss is that 15 minutes of driving from my job to home or wherever, right. That 15 minutes of silence in the car by myself, just, it allowed me to reset and be like my whole self for like be dad, have, and be corporate hive and be, I, I don't get that segmentation time anymore, right? Like now it's like, oh, I just gotta, I just gotta shift, right? Yeah, it's like that episode I did about being alone, finding time to be alone, right? Right, now right you don't, exactly. You know, you lose exactly. that, right? Because you are there with them all the time. Yep. And I, and I, and I get that it's, it's tough. Like the whole idea of, um, and so your wife is at work. Is she at work during this time? So she's, you know, yeah. she's a nurse, so it, it didn't stop for her, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. so now you, you trying to manage your schedule and their schedule, and I found that to be probably the most hectic part for me as well. On those days when we, you know, the times when we were virtual, um, and so, so Carlos, what about you? How was how how has that been for you? I know your wife has been there with the kids as well. So both of you guys are at home. So you get it. So yeah, I, I, I got the privilege that I have a wife. Like I said, she runs her own business from home and that's what she's always done. Uh, for me, I, you know, I had a job, you know, where we had to go into the office and we had never at any point in the history uh, ever had to work from home or had the ability to work from home. Uh, so for me, uh, you know, I, I was enjoying not having to wake up at 530 because I didn't need to do that 45 minute commute. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I was finding myself like, log, you know, logging in and getting to work right at 7 a.m. Where before it was, you know, closer to 8 a.m. in the office and then staying on till seven o'clock at night. 
just because it was it was convenient for me. I uh, you know I would be engaged doing my work and time would go by and uh, I you know I would go up and and uh, luckily I'm separated down in the basement and isolated. Uh, I could hear the chaos a little bit upstairs. My wife is uh, a superhero and can, uh, you know she she's ten times you know more patient than I am I could ever be. But uh, you know I could you know for lunch go right upstairs hug my kids. Just my wife uh, never had that opportunity before. So, um, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed it and it's been up and down. Biggest thing for me was, you know, walking away from work because uh, work was always in the office and I was able to, you know, as soon as I walked throughout the, the office doors, I was done. But now, you know, access to be reached by email or on the work cell, by text or whatever, by, you know, uh, by my staff, sometimes my days are, are, are extra long. And my wife is the one who had to be like, yo, you got, you got to, you know, step off and, and step away. Down. And I'm like, right, cut that yeah. Out. Right, right. And I'm like, Oh, it's just a, an email. It's just a text or, you know, it'll be a quick call. Um, so she had to kind of uh, slow me down. If not, I was literally 12 hours easy wow. and uh, I wouldn't even feel it, but so I think my that's kind of personality. I think that's interesting. So, you know, we got three different, you know, types of, of situations that we are dealing with here during COVID, right? So I've been going into the office and I'm I'm here with my boys sometimes, but it's always just us because my wife, you know, is, is, is a nurse. So she's at the hospital, she's working, she's got to be out of the house. Um, and Javi's been at home with the kids while his wife is is, is away, and you know, salute and, to him, man. And, and, and Carlos, <laughs> and Carlos, you've been able to you. kind of had that kind of mixed bag, right? Where you've you know been able to 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 separate yourself to to do the work, but also be able to 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 spend time with the, with the kids when you can um, during the workday, and so that's 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 very interesting. I can tell you, one of the hardest things for me. <clears throat> is right here next to me most days when we were at home i would have my three-year-old now four-year-old at my hip on his tablet trying to do his preschool class and it never failed that the times when they would have their little sessions it matched up with when i had meetings scheduled so he's on here like sitting right next to me with his little tablet and he's like doing a little songs for his class and you know whatever like <laughs> the little welcome song or whatever and I'm sitting here trying to have a meeting like and you know it was crazy it was always that was always the hardest part and then at the beginning of the year my uh my first grader was trying to figure out the technology piece you know trying to and not to get frustrated when he wasn't getting called on online uh, you know, and uh, he's, you know, getting upset and I'm trying to like, I'm like dipping out of meetings to go check on him and make sure he's not too upset um, because he's not getting called on when he has the answers. And I told him, I was like, you're not the only person in the class, kid. They can't, you know, I know it looks that way when you're on the computer or whatever, but you know, it, they can't call on you for everything. So, um, you know, so we had those moments, but the my favorite moments, um, and I'll ask you guys this as well. Um, my favorite moments were um, and are the times when we just get to 
you know, kind of sit down and, um, and have lunch together or when we are, uh, when we can, our day ends early and we are just here. We don't have to like get up and, you know, get in the car. Or we don't have to rush out of the house in the morning to try to get to school on time kind of thing. So those are the kind of, those are the times that, um, that have been great uh, during this pandemic. And I wanted to ask you all the same thing. Like what, what, what are those moments that when you think back on them over the past 13 months have been um, the upside of, of this pandemic? Carlos, do you want to tackle that first and, I, and I'll, I'll follow up? I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. <clears throat> Easily for me, the, the, uh, the ups of, of this whole time working from home is what I mentioned. The ability for me right even in between meetings you know i would finish a meeting and, and i knew i had a, a half hour gap uh going right upstairs uh you know hugging kissing my wife uh having breakfast with my kids making lunch for them uh kind of see the in-between sometimes so my wife at one point decided uh we weren't going to do the, the distance learning because we had three kids uh getting checked into three different classrooms at different times and we thought it would be too much so my wife was like I'm gonna homeschool them. she's a former educator and I said that's a lot she's like I'm gonna do it um and she did um so we almost once again I had the privilege that as she's doing her the homeschool lessons that you know there would be breaks in between that I can go up there and spend time with her and give her a little bit of a break um so that has been the the the, the most funnest uh, you know, I recall in the summers, it was what I call Resto Baseball Academy, and I would have all the baseball equipment out there in the yard, and we would do that during lunch, and um, in the fall, it was just, you know, just playing out in, in the yard during my lunch breaks with them, so that's always been the highlight, being able to, you know, in a matter of, you know, 13 steps up, up, up the uh, basement stairs, and I was in a whole different world now. I was back home and with my family, so. That's what I enjoyed the best. Yeah, and I, I think for me, um, pretty similar, right? I mean, I think, um, so I, I've always been, you know, kind of somewhat of a workaholic, right? And so I've always kind of, you know, been like the hours go by and it's like, my wife would call me and be like, hey, you know, are, are you on your way home? And it's like, yep, <laughs> as soon as I get that call, it's like time to shut it down. Uh, but uh, like I said earlier, right, I think this pandemic really forced me to kind of slow down. Um, and I think I even had this conversation with Carlos on a sidebar, um, you know, well in advance. It was just, it was one of these things where everything was kind of hectic, right, balancing everything. But then at one point, I kind of stepped back. Um, and I'll tell you the exact story. Um, so it was one day. I had some meetings get canceled and the boys um, had like a half a day. And so what we did, what I did is like right at 11 was like my last meeting. So I got them in the car. We went and picked up like, I think it was subway or what have you. And we went to a park that has like a lake right near here, near where we live. And we, we sat there for, you know, an hour, had lunch. They got to feed the ducks. They got to play outside. And then, you know, we got back in the car and, and got home, but stuff like that, like um, those are things I would never get to experience while I'm working in the office. Right. And so same thing, similar to Carlos is when they have recess, 
we'll go out and throw the football around or we'll go for a walk around the block um, and we'll have conversations. So I feel like um, this pandemic has really allowed me to bond with my kids uh, more. And, and, and I feel that even more with my youngest because my oldest, I feel like we had that bond from early on. And then the youngest was always like closer to his mom. Right. Um, and I was working so much like he would see me again for like that hour or two a day. So this really gave an opportunity where I feel like both my kids are, are that that much closer to me, which which means, you know, like I said, is completely invaluable and priceless to me, right? And and it makes you kind of think about what that all means and the importance right. of silver that's, lining. That's right. You're right. I mean, I I I, I hear that, and it's been, um, you know, I do find myself um, just feeling like I'm probably catching more of their life. Um, than 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 I than I would have otherwise, um, you know, and it's it's interesting because you don't realize how much of their life that you don't know mm-hmm. until you are <laughs> there with it the, all the time, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's and it's it's a very interesting kind of um, situation where you can uh, you can watch how they interact with each other um, more, right? Than you, than the, the couple of hours that you usually get watching them interact. Uh, you can see that uh, the things that they're learning kind of in the moment, as opposed to like catching it later on or finding out that they are able to do something, you know, that they didn't get a chance to tell you during that two hour block at night, right? Um, and, um, and it's and it's great. It's been it's 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 been. I always I tell people all the time, like you know, uh, in a lot of ways, um, this pandemic was a blessing in disguise because yeah, it, it forced everybody to slow down. Um, it forced everybody to take stock on what matters most, and um, and for me, you know, it's always been. Uh, and I, I've always told everybody it's my my family. Like, always has mattered more than anything to me. And and watching them kind of go through this, and you know us have to go through it together, um, has been uh, it's been sad. It's been exciting. It's had like all the kind of emotions mixed in it together, right? Um, I don't know if you guys have had any, uh, you know, quote unquote horror stories as it relates to like the the last, you know, 13 months in, in COVID, like with the kids. Have there been any like situations that were like just came out of nowhere? Like, you know, you remember that video where that guy was on the news? Uh, he was he was like reporting from his house on the news and his kids came busting into the room behind him. Have you guys had any situations like that or or anything? John, too 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 many to share them all, bro. Like honestly, it's, it's been like I'll tell you this one thing: I've learned not to sweat the little stuff, man. Like it's it's just been that type of year. But yeah, I mean everything from breaking up fights between the brothers because I, I actually set up like I built my kids like personal cubicles, right? Like they have like cubicles with a little partition wall, but like. I'll be working, they'll be working all of a sudden I'll hear like, stop, blah, blah, blah. And they're like fighting. So I got to break that up. Right. Um, and sometimes I've got to do it with like the, like snapping right. the finger and doing something like to get them to 
Um, that I, I've learned that my kids can be slick, right? Like they really try to work the system. Like kids are smart, man. And so when they know I'm, you know, they, they almost, um, looked forward to me be having a full day of meetings. Cause they were like, yes, we're going to sneak onto YouTube. We're going to watch some YouTube videos. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there, like, I'm watching you. Like you gotta get off the YouTube, but I can't, you know, I'm in meetings, but I think the funniest thing, man, is my youngest. So my oldest, um, He's, he's already gotten used to, you know, daddy does a lot of kind of mobile virtual type stuff. So he gets it. My oldest, I'm like, you know, hey, um, I'm going to be on a call for an hour. Like, you know, you can't bother daddy for that for that hour. He's like, all right. You know, um, my youngest, I could say that till I'm blue in the face. And the minute I get on that call, he's like, daddy, daddy, <laughs> he wants something. He wants a snack. He wants a toy. He wants to play, whatever. And then he'll walk up and he won't take like, no. And I'm like, Hey, hold on. Like I'll put my finger up. No, nope. oh I've literally had, so I've been on video conferences like this for work. And all you see is like his little head, like, right. In, in this space right here. Like I've literally had to, it, luckily it's only been with, it hasn't been with external clients. It's been with like internal teams. So I, I won, I literally was just like, and this is my son. <laughs> like I just introduced them. Right. Right. And they, you know, luckily the team was great. And I think, you know, I think the one silver lining in all of that is like everyone has experienced some level of that if, if they've got kids and they're managing their career from home. So I, I think there's a little bit more of a, of a, of a patience and an understanding for, for something like that now, yeah. you know, but yeah. So I've had nothing but those types of stories. John. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I uh, I remember asking Javi right at the beginning when we were still distance learning what he was doing. I noticed he did the cubicles and I was trying to get pointers. We ended up changing our family room, made it our, our school room and had all three. He helped my office with, you know, 84 individuals. And uh, a lot of it is always like, you know, being uh, on top of agendas and coming up with it delivering these uh, meetings with important information in the middle of a pandemic, uh, especially in health and human services. So um, my little man is, uh, it was, was the end of me when it came to that because he, he had no filter. He would come in, he wanted to get in the shot. Um, he, he wanted to talk, you know, he wanted to grab my headphones and, and want to hear what people were saying. I'm like, uh, so, so, so that, that they became very familiar with the little guy, uh, the twins, luckily they, they're, they're together and they kind of entertain themselves, but the little guy's always kind of left out a little bit. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's, he was only, well, he was three at the time when we started, uh, the, uh, working from home and he had never been to school. He had no, we were just were hoping to get him a preschool. So, uh, at least with the twins, they had a, an idea of having left and, and you're going to do your lessons and this is what you do. He had no interest. He's like, my toy's over there. I'm not going to sit over here and stay quiet. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go see dad downstairs. Why, why can't I be down there? So it was, um, at times frustrating, but now looking back, I just laugh at it. These are like memories that we're going to think back, uh, years from now and, 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 and understand that, you know, uh, I was able to see that little <laughs> uh, little guy get uh, try to get underneath my skin. I, I totally what Javi is saying in, in regards to they're slick about it. They know exactly 
when dad's busy, when mom's busy and we're going to sneak in and, 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 you know, go grab some extra snacks and stuff like that. We have a pantry down here. So I would hear that door open. I'm like, uh Oh, they're trying to sneak in and get some snacks. But, um, but yeah, that was it. You know, I, I, I've always rolled with the punches. Nothing really gets me going uh, too much uh, with that. I was the oldest of four boys. So my little brothers are always getting into issues here and there. So it was just kind of managing it and laughing it off, you know, and luckily the audience that I was presenting to uh, got entertainment out of it in their own lives, especially if they were isolated. And uh, just to see the little three, four year old, just like really messing up my vibe here. I'm, I'm, I'm talking all nice and smooth, getting all my points and all of a sudden he's like popping in and just setting me off the loop. But you know, you're, we're dads and that's, you know, you, you, you got to love your kids for that and, and the interest they get, at least they're always interested in what daddy was doing. Right. They weren't used to me, you know, talking or in talking in that way, you know, like, right. you know, there's a certain way we talk when we're at work and a certain way when you talk at home. So that's right. That's right. You just, they're interested in that. And it's like, that needs to talk to some people. You know? The line that cracks me up is my youngest, right? So I'll be in a meeting and I'm like, it's like this virtual um and he'll be like I, like it'll finish and he'll be like upset crying in the corner and i'm like baby what's wrong like what what, what, what happened he's like you're just ignoring me like you don't even care and i'm like <laughs> i'm like what? i could not like daddy's the meeting i told you he's like you don't care you just ignore me i'm like oh so then i gotta spend like the next like half hour trying to like calm him down and get him like set for his next thing and it was dude it's it's just funny to, to, to Carlos's point, right? I just learned to laugh. I learned to laugh at myself, the situation, um, the kids. Otherwise, you just, I mean, you'll lose it. Man. Yeah. And, no, and that's, that's not, for not sure. to say, I've had my moments where it's just been like, like everything hits, <laughs> you know, DEFCON 5 and you're right. like, man, I can't, like, I can't take one more thing. I'm going to snap. But, um, but yeah, I mean, but overall, it's been, it's been a fantastic experience. Like, I, to your point, it's, um, it's the unexpected kind of silver lining, right? No one kind of went into this pandemic saying it could be a blessing in a certain way, but it has been. So, I, I tell you, my one of the things that gets me every time is so my my little one. We we still working on it on him wiping his own butt, right? <laughs> he goes poop at the most inopportune times. Like, man, for real? Like, where are you putting it? Like. I, he he's he's the smallest thing. I mean, he the boy is like thirty pounds soaking wet at four years old. I'm like, wait, you're not getting no weight. You're not putting on no weight. And he goes to the bathroom regularly, but it never. When I say regularly, like, I mean it will be regular, but it's not at a regular time. It's always at the wrong time, right in the middle of meeting. Right when I I'm about to say something, and all of a sudden my oldest son comes down. He sneaks down. He all quiet. And he's like. Why it went poop? Like he does, he mouse it. He just mouse yeah. it to me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll be there yeah. in a little. Like I had to mute myself. I'll be there in a minute. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm like right in the middle of this meeting. It's getting you know right to a point or something like that. But that's always it. Never fails. It never fails. That's that's I look forward. Don't look forward to that. But I kind of look forward to that whenever I'm home. We working from home. That's gonna happen for sure without a shadow of a doubt but they're always fighting so i always expect that uh so that piece never 
you know, all I, 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 I have to mute myself, go off camera a little bit and, and say, can y'all quiet down? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> give me a moment. You know, I, I mastered. I mastered putting my hands in front of my mouth. Oh, I should try that. I never thought about that. Yeah. Just like just, just put myself on mute and just go off. Just no. go off. Because my man. boys, they fight wrestle from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed. They need to be physically doing something to each other. Right. So, right. yeah. No, we. Ha- but I, got I mastered that out. <laughs> <laughs> on my work computer, I got the little like the little slider on the camera. Mm. I'll just I'll just black out and, and like go on mute for a second, <laughs> go handle whatever I gotta handle, and come back and be like, "Sorry, everyone, I had a little bit of a of an issue I had to take care of real quick." It, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, it's, it's it is what it is, right? Yeah, you, exactly. You expect those things. Cause they don't care. I mean, it's the same thing when you're on the phone or whatever. Like they, they, they got their own timeline for everything, right? Yeah. So I know you mentioned. I know uh, Javier. I think you mentioned it um, about those moments <clears throat> where his DefCon Five, right? Like <laughs> we get a little frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Everything happens at one time. It all comes together. Perfect storm. Like, what would you? What would you say has been? Um, the way that you've tried to deal with it in the most productive manner, right? Like, I, I know we all had those moments where you end up having to, you end up yelling, yelling, you end up regretting it. Like, what are those, what are those moments where you've kind of found yourself trying to figure out a different way to handle those moments? Um, yeah, I mean, so, I, so I think every, so I think one thing I've learned as a dad is when you do have those moments, they're inevitable, right? And, and you try to kind of think on them and kind of, all right, I don't want to do that again, right? Or there's a better way to approach that. So you you kind of try to keep working on it. Um, I think what has helped me kind of channel that, um, two things. One is, you know, I think early on, right? Like my wife kind of quickly understood like, oh, wait, <laughs> like, the game done changed for him a little bit, right? Like she, she understood like, Oh wait, I'm going to work. And he's, he's in the grind, not just with the kids, but at work too. And so I think, um, we grew as a, as a couple, as a, as, as a, as a working couple, um, where, you know, there's times where I'll be frustrated and I'll text her and she's like, just breathe. Don't even sweat it. And then she was like, hey, if you don't get to his homework assignment today or his assignment, I'll do it when I get home. Right. So so we learned how to kind of um, uh, manage or, or share the work in certain instances. And so that helped really kind of bring down my stress level at any given time. I think the other piece of it that that helped me is is, it, you know, just just kind of working out. I mean, to be quite frank, like I've been you know, I get up in the morning or I work up where I kind of built a makeshift gym here, like a couple weights and so forth during the pandemic, but just kind of getting that out and, and working out in the morning or in the evening, um, it, it just helped kind of relieve whatever stress I might have had from the day before, before you start piling on a whole new, right. you know, level of stress. Um, so, so I think those were the two channels. And then um, I think it's, it's as a dad, right. Is, understanding that pride can be your curse right and so 
um, not telling your kids like you were wrong because I said you were wrong. It's like, you know, taking the time to go back and say like, look, you know, and from especially with my oldest, like I've I've taken the time to say like, look, sorry, I I kind of snapped at you, but like you got to understand, like daddy has work to do, or or you've got we got to work together, right? And so it's not always easy to channel it that way, but. Right. Um, I think continuously having the conversation with them after the fact um, helped, right? Which, which is funny, right? Because the way I grew up, that we, you weren't having them conversations. Right. It was like, you do you what know. I say. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. It was like, listen, you know, um, you do what I said because I said so. Um, but helping them trying to understand, like, look, we're, we're trying to work as a team here, and like having you guys like mutiny on a bounty man i can't i can't i can't i can't roll like this um and be wwe upstairs it's that fine line between like you know you know respect but also like look i'm not trying to be a dictator in, in certain instances but if you if you want me to go there you know i could go right, there i could go, right. go there but, but i'm giving you an option right which is more than i got when i was little right <laughs> like, I'm, like i i would prefer not to hawk out on you right but you I, like <laughs> right it's, yeah you know I, it's it's interesting you say that because i i i uh i'm always looking for um you know uh, other ways to 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 think about how to handle those those stressful moments. I mean, they happen. You know, we know they happen, right? And so, you know, I have taken to trying not to to yell. It's hard. Sometimes it happens. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm like, guys, you know, I need you to do this, and then five minutes later, I need you to do this. So y'all are not actually going to listen to me until I have to raise my voice. Is that what I'm hearing here? Like, if that was going, because I know I said it as nicely as I possibly could at least two other times. So I will raise my voice if I have to. But um, again, you won't like me when I'm angry. So you know what I'm saying. And that, so I, I think about those moments, and I and I and I think about that the end result of those moments typically is trying to explain to them <clears throat> why I got upset why I got to that point of, of being upset um, and, and know that's not the way that you should always react to things, but it's important for you to know that when I ask you to do something or when I ask you not to do something, um, or if there's a moment when you are constantly asking me for something and I have to do like four other things for someone else, then I might not be able to get to your thing immediately. Um, and so trying to, to get them to understand that. Now, I will tell you this, and I'm not, and I don't know if it's right or wrong, but when I talked to my my therapist, he actually told me he's like, "Don't spend too much time trying to explain things to the kids mm. because they are not going to fully understand all that you are dealing with. No matter how much, no, no matter how much time you spend trying to explain it to them." Like they not, they're never going to fully understand what you what you are dealing with, right? And nor should they. Like they little kids, like they they mind should be on Minecraft or, you know, Pokemon <laughs> or you know what? Can they get some juice? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing, that's the thing they should be worried about. So, and I thought that was interesting, and I still you know I still try to I, I try to to break it down to 
them in the in the lowest common denominator, right? Like give them the like the basic basics of it, but you know, spending a lot of time trying to explain it to them. Nope, not doing that. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I yeah. also get into the business of I'll explain, but I don't get into the business of like you trying to justify and negotiate your point like back to me, like well. But that you should uh, no, 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 no. like we, no, we no we ain't doing that right we're not having a discourse here right. I'm telling you like here's why it got to that point but yeah crazy my my kids uh, learn how to negotiate so you talking about like you know what I learned uh, to do is really from my wife because I was trying to explain stuff. And she was like, they don't need to know that because um, they'll they'll try to negotiate every time. Like, what am I going to get out of it if I do stay quiet, if I do what you want to do? So uh, it's funny. My job, I'm, I'm super patient at work. Uh, you know, I, I help manage uh, social workers and, and, and do a lot of crisis management. And you got to de-escalate situations and be really calm. But I'm the opposite at, at home. Like, I, 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 you know, I have no patience at all. Uh, and I can go from zero to 100. And my wife is always the one calling me out. And I've learned, she's like, don't react that way. Because, uh, you know, that just feeds them and saying, well, oh, we got a reaction at dad, then, you know, they're trying to be slick and and, and, and know if, if, if I'm going a, a certain way, that uh, things can go a little chaotic, and then they get uh, to do stuff, because I'm always then feeling bad. And then I'm like, trying to give way more after uh, to make up for, for my mistake. Um, so in, in the past year, like when it comes to, you know, reacting that way, I've learned from my wife and it actually made us, uh, closer because sometimes I would come from home from work and see certain things and, and just go automatic. And why isn't this, why is this, why is that, why can't they do this? Uh, and while I've been here, I've been hearing her, how she speaks to them and how she needs to negotiate with them. I, I'm telling you, my twins, if, if they're not lawyers, they're going to be in business because they, they want to negotiate everything and they work with each other and trying to get whatever they're trying to get. Um, and the little guy, he's, I, I call him, I call him, I call him the little dictator. He, he doesn't think there's any rules that apply to him. And, and, and even though I'm like, don't touch that. You know, I could be looking at him and be like, don't touch it. And he's like, I'm touching it. What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> drives yeah, me nuts. I, drives you know. me nuts, but That's how you know times have changed, brother. Because <laughs> Oh, I know. True. I know. That's true. So, so, so my wife, my wife has a different approach. She's raised differently. I, I got raised like I, you know, I would did it once. And, you know, I learned really quick not to do it again. Uh, while her for her is like, let's talk it out, negotiate. Now they negotiate everything. While I'm like, there's no negotiation. It's like, you got to do what I'm telling you to do. It's like, but why? It's like, what? <laughs> You're six years old. That's right. why. Because <laughs> I said so. Exactly. I said like, so. I don't need to explain myself. Yeah, that's a, I mean, <laughs> that, that's a, you know, and that obviously, um, you know, that clearly has not changed because of COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still, the kids still going to push the, the, the envelope. They're still going to try to figure out what they can get away with. Um, and, and that's something that, you know, is they don't tell you that when you become a parent. Actually, I take that back. I was going to say they don't tell you that when you become a parent. My mama did tell me that. She said, 
you wait till you had kids and and see <laughs> what I had to deal with. She told me that. She did tell me that. And I and every day I think like, man, my mother was right. I'm sorry, mama. I say it <laughs> again a thousand times. I know I pushed the buttons. But that's what they're supposed to do. You know, they they're trying to um, you know, they're trying to learn the, the world around them, you know, they're trying to figure out um, you know, who they are in the in in the world. And yeah. uh and it's been interesting to watch, and I want to get you guys your feedback on this. How has um, their understanding of COVID, of the pandemic, like grown and changed over over the past year? I mean, I I'll say this: like, I don't think I've ever because I never sit down uh, with the news on in front of them because there's so much other stuff happening in the news that I'm not they don't they just don't need to to deal with you know what i'm saying but obviously covid is uh affecting everybody and the reason why they're not going to school or the reason why they have to wear masks everywhere and so how has that what have those conversations been like with your kids um you know one thing i've learned about my kids um during this whole pandemic is, you know, I think as parents, you, you think about your kids as being kind of like, not helpless, but like, so innocent, and like, you need to be there as a parent for them at any given point to help them turn a corner or what have you. And I've learned that kids are really resilient, right? I, I mean, and, I, and my kids have shown me that um, from transitioning to virtual learning, and like, they manage their own stuff on their own. But then I think their understanding of COVID, right? Um, and, and granted, with that said, my wife's a nurse, right? So she <clears throat> she kind of brings some of the some of the science behind it. Not that we're getting into like biology classes with the kids, but you know, because they'll ask questions like um, and questions you don't anticipate, like from kids, right? Like, they'll be like, you know, can you die from it? Or and it's point blank, right? They're not they're not sugarcoating any questions. It's you know, can you die from it? Or or you know, how do you get it, things of that nature. So we've had to have those conversations. Um, you know, I think, so with that said, I, I think their understanding of it, they quickly kind of adapted to um, wearing the masks and, and, and why we have to do so and why there was a period of time where mom and dad weren't letting them play with like the neighborhood kids, right? Because um, I think we had a little bit of a at least, I think early on we had a, a little bit more of a stricter policy with our kids than than some of the other neighborhood parents did, um, and part of that is you know the way we kind of interpreted things, and the other is my wife's a nurse, right? And so she was she was seeing the front lines right. of this, um, so it wasn't a game to her, right? She wasn't willing to gamble, um, and if you know my wife, she she ain't gambling with her kids ever, you I know, know what I mean? Um, and so you know, those are her pride and joy. So, um, you know, I think they, they really adapted well to understanding that. I think the one thing I try to keep cognizant of is right. They, they it's almost like they, they've, they've, they've got this ampre this apprehension towards people now. And it's like, wait, I like, I don't want to foster mm -hmm. that. Right. Like I want you to be open and welcoming to people. Um, 
but they do get a little bit like tentative, like they'll give me or, or, or their mom a look and, and be like, oh, is it okay to like interact, right? And it's like, uh, like, I don't like that either, right? But that's something, at least right now, I'm willing to live with. And then once things get better, then it, I, I don't think they'll, they'll struggle to get back to normal to playing with everybody and doing whatever. But that's probably the biggest challenge for me. But yeah, I think they've, they've really understood it and adapted well to it. Um, you know, which was refreshing for us. Yeah. I'm right there with you on that. Like just trying to understand like how the kids are, you know, they're trying to understand how to deal, how to connect with other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if they can. Um, And so that's, that's, that's something that we've seen in our, in our house as well. So for sure. Um, What about you, Carlos? So for me, once again, my, my wife is a superhero. She, she <laughs> right at the beginning, knew that she had to distract because they were asking, why, why aren't we going to school? Why can't I be my friends? Why can't we go to the playground? Uh, and so what she did, she, she came up with activities nonstop throughout the day to keep them active. Um, and uh, approaching what was happening outside, uh, you know, they could see, you know, that w- daddy was coming home with a mask because at one point I was still working um, and they would, you know, listen, uh, I, I guess a little bit of the news. Um, but for us, it was, it was, she was really honest with them just saying, you know, there is an illness, there's a sickness out there. We don't know what it is. We got to protect ourselves. And, and they were able to quickly adapt to that. And part of that is model- modeling it for your child. So seeing dad always coming out with a mask anywhere or, or when she went out, uh, and they picked up on it. And um, luckily, I, I guess it's lucky for us. We, we, we always thought where we bought, uh, where we actually live, it's not really a neighborhood. We, we have one house to the left and another one to the, to the right. Uh, they, each of my neighbors have six acres. We got three. It's very uh, isolated. So they don't see kids. They only had themselves always to work and, and play with. Um, so they didn't have so much of a transition of like, wow, I really miss my friends because they kind of already played by themselves uh, within each other. Um, But that was the key thing, just keeping them active. Um, So, so they wouldn't be thinking about, Oh, I miss school. Um, And then we, we went right into homeschooling because my wife was, you know, we were thinking about the whole uh, being able to log in at the right time. And uh, we still didn't know what COVID was, you know, last September. So, when she said, I'm going to homeschool in, and she took that opportunity, um, it, it, it just got them used to it to the point now. <laughs> and, and, and the hesitancy that Javi said is so true. My dad and my parents are double vaccinated. My dad actually came uh, today and, uh, you know, he's still masked up, but they're still even hesitant to go hug him. And they're looking at me and I'm like, you could hug Abuelo, like, it's fine. Yep. He, and he and we had to tell him the vaccine's gonna allow you to, to hug people again and you can talk to them again and all this stuff um without a mask eventually so um so in that that aspect uh i think the kids you know we we think about wow that that kind kind of sucks right now but i think ki- the kids are are, are they're able to adapt really quickly compared to us adults um, I think once, you know, they, they're, they're able to see others, probably start interacting and, and seeing friends again, 
that they'll make that adjustment and, and act like nothing ever really happened, I think. Um, and I think we've learned more from them uh, during this past year because they've been able to, you know, uh, ad adapt so quickly to that and adapt to like, okay, we're staying home. Okay. I'm not going to see my friends. I'm not going to be able to go to playground. We were one of the last ones to ever go to playground. My wife is very, uh, she's not into, you know, like uh, obviously like your wives are doing the nursing um, and being in the front line, but she was fully aware that, Hey, we don't know what this thing is though. So, so uh, she's been super careful uh, and, and still, still continues to be. Um, she's a Leo and I'm like, she's a lioness and her little, her cubs, nobody comes near them. So, um, but, but once again, I think the kids are so, uh, easily able to adapt to things better than adults do. Um, and, and I think for us, the best thing was to be honest with them and, and explain it to them. And they ask their questions and we answer them the best we can. Um, and they were like, okay, you know. We'll, 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 we'll be fine, kind of. And, uh, and, and, and also, it was great to have three kids, you know. Uh, two of them always playing. The other one could be napping or doing something else. And, uh, but they always had somebody to, to keep them entertained or drive them nuts, you know, because right. they'll be fighting or something. So. But, you know, I tell <laughs> yeah. you, one of, the, one of the great things is, um, you know, as a father, I realized early on that, you know, I have these little people who – who trust me, who, mm -hmm. who believe me and believe that I'm doing the right thing for them. And so that part of it is easy, right? They don't, they don't question um, that I'm trying to do the right thing for them. Although they might ask a lot of questions about a lot of things. Um, they never worry that I'm doing the right thing for them. And that's always been, um, I think the, the part that has been <clears throat> important for me is that we are, doing the best we can in this whole situation, you know, right down to, um, you know, how we uh, travel out, out of the house and, 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 you know, if we go anywhere, things like that. So, um, and that's been really, really important uh, is knowing that, um, you know, I, I hope for my boys to know that they can, they can trust me and I'm going to do the best I can for them in this whole thing. And um, one last question for both of you. Um, I am not telling anybody what they need to do in terms of getting a, a vaccine or not getting a vaccine, but I wanted to check in with, with you guys and find out, have you, um, have you been vaccinated? Are you getting vaccinated? Man, I, I got the first and I'm waiting. Like, I'm like, where's the second one? Like, I'm ready to go. Um, you know, I, I think, and, and John, to your last point, quick. I mean, I, I, um, you know, that point you just hit around like your boys trusting you. Um, you know, as a father, and as, as and as men of color uh, that are fathers here, right? I, I think that that's so critical, right? And I think to certain things, it, it was almost scary, right? Like I feel like this pandemic weighed heavy on me because because my boys do trust me. I think I've earned that right for them to trust me, right? I've earned that spot. And uh, when this whole pandemic kind of happened, right? You, you didn't know what was gonna happen. You didn't have all the answers. You didn't know, you know, you couldn't control all the elements of it. Um, and so there were things that you didn't know and maybe you couldn't prepare for. And you, you know, your mind starts to go like, okay, what what if one of us gets sick? Like what, what happens then, you know? Um, 
so I think in certain ways it was, it's, it's been very humbling as well. Um, and, and trying to, and, and you try to think through like, how can you best kind of set, you know, your, 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 your family up in case, you know, anything ever happens or what have you. Um, and so I think it's really triggered my mind to think about that, but, um, and I know that's a little bit off, off the, the subject. <laughs> the, I don't know. That's, that's, but no, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's man. Great. That's- um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, it goes beyond just that, but like, you know, financially and all that, like, you know, what do we, what do we do if something happens to me as a father um, and, and kind of thinking through that, right. Which, which starts to open up a whole other can of worms. But um, I think that's what some of the pandemic made me think through. And so related to the vaccine, right. Like I I've been one that have, I've been wanting to get vac- vaccinated. You know, once I, once the, the science kind of was proven out, um, and things were like, okay, things are checking out, right? It, it's not being rushed through the process. It's going through the, the proper procedures and all that. Um, I just think it's, it's one of the things that if, if we're truly about getting through this, and, and again, my wife's a nurse too, right? So she gives me her insights as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not something I hesitated to do. I was, I was waiting to kind of get my opportunity to do it. Go ahead, Lopez. Yeah, so for me, uh, similar, you know, you kind of mentioned earlier, you know, when this pandemic came out and we started seeing the number of people dying and stuff like that, but also seeing the number of people of color and and people like us, for whatever reason, this virus is hitting us harder and they're taking lives. Uh, My goal uh, right off the bat as a family was we need to survive this and we got to be careful and and, and be safe. I think that the countless friends that we have on Facebook who are health professionals, uh, doctors, nurses who are educating us throughout the pandemic, letting us know, you know, this is what's really happening and and this is how to really protect yourself. Um, But I was also following, you know, the news and the the science and and, and trusting um, that because it was a worldwide pandemic that the greatest minds in, 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 in health, we're gonna try to figure this out and, and, and save, try to save lives. So uh, when the vaccine came out, I was, I was still gonna be, well, I wanna see how it goes first for those, you know, uh, the first few folks, but four months in, I just got mine last week. And uh, prior you know, to that, people would ask, are you gonna get the vaccine? I'm like, grab whatever part you want in my arm. You know, you could put it anywhere you want. Like, I just want to get vaccinated. I want to be able to go hug my mom, you know, I want to be able to just hang out with my brothers again. So uh, when, when that came by, I had no doubt that I was going to get it and, uh, and my wife is going to get it just because we've been so isolated and um, being Puerto Rican, being raised in a very close tight family. That has been the, the most difficult, not being able to, to, to be close uh, with my, uh, my mom, my dad, my brothers, and hanging out as a family. So uh, the vaccine for us was the opportunity for us to, to do that again. So um, we're one shot, you know, me and my wife got our first shot. We're one shot away. Uh, and we're looking forward to that. Or, you know, just, just spending time with uh, 
my uh, my family and, and, and then hopefully my close friends. I know me and Javi kind of talked about, I'm like, yo, when this is end, we got to get together, get the, the kids together and stuff like that because uh, it's been a long year, you know, and uh, for a lot of us, we've never been this isolated. So yeah. once again, the vaccine to me was was our, our opportunity to, to be able to get that little bit of normal uh, normalcy back into our lives. Yeah, that's, you know, I'm actually almost three weeks out from my second shot now so um which is uh which has been good it's been you know it's been like a a, like a breath of fresh air although i can't really breathe the air other than what's in the mask (laughs) because but you know but you know what i'm saying so it's been it's been it's been good to to like and i and and i had to it took me a while to kind of get to the place where i wanted to go ahead and, and get vaccinated um but i did it because uh of my family mm-hmm. i did it because of my boys i did it because you know I, I felt like from a personal perspective it would it would be far worse if i could have done something and didn't and ended up getting sick and, and ended up leaving my family in a bad place right um so i know that i at least uh, I'm gonna make it to the next uh, booster <laughs> shot that I gotta take, right? So uh, they yeah. talking about, about Pfizer gonna have to take another booster shot, um, probably in six months or something like that. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. It's if I get the same symptoms I had the first time, I'm good. You know, a little mm-hmm. tired. You know, I, I can handle that. But um, but it's important. You know, it's important for uh, to be able to be here for the family. It's important to to be able to. Um, you know, be able to spend as much time with them as I possibly can, and so um, the pandemic itself has not been that that difficult for me because I am uh, a loner uh, by nature. <laughs> like I, I spend, I like to spend a lot of time by my. That's how I like. Although my job is to be around people, or has been to be around people, um, talking to people. You know, what I'm saying interviewing people. Um, I enjoy my time. That's my time to, to re-energize. And so I've, I've, I've been able to re-energize a lot during this pandemic. So that's been interesting. Um, but I want to thank both of you for being here tonight. I really do appreciate it. This has been awesome. Uh, you know, Carlos, thank you for coming back. And Javi, thanks for, for coming uh, and being on the show. I know Carlos uh, called you out. But um, you know, I'm I'm glad to have you here. You know, it's it's been great chatting with you, man. I know it's been it's been some years since you since you and I have connected. I won't even uh I won't put it out there the last time me and you were together, like yeah. it was in DC. That was years ago. I won't talk about that because I know there's some people watching this who don't yeah, he's even already know. catching up to me, brother. Don't 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 make it more <laughs> Uh, not down but but you know big, big ups to you man for for at least providing this this type of platform um you know it's interesting because you know when i saw you kind of roll out with it it was kind of funny because I, I you know i always i always kind of think to myself and it's funny because i'm a homebody too right but it's like damn like you're going through all this stuff as a dad right because I, I sometimes i feel like folks forget that dad's a human right like it's just like like you just going through it and it's just like, all right. You just, and I think as, as, as men, right. You're kind of 
kind of predisposition to be like, nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of work through it. But um, it's good to have a platform of, of, of brethren, right? Like to, to have a conversation and even if it's informal, right? Just to, just to get some of it out, man. Cause it's, it's a struggle, right? It's, I mean, it's real. It's, it's real in the field. Right. And so, and so, you know, it's good to know that, um, you know, that there's others kind of in the fight, kind of trying to make the best out of, you know, whatever situation and make a living and provide for their families and make the right decisions for their family. Um, so I, I don't know. I just take a little bit. It's a little bit of a, of, of a peace of mind for me to know. And Carlos has always kind of been my, my extension, right? Like we, we and not that we talk a lot, but um, you know, we've connected, but you know, to know that I have friends that went to college and are right there with me, even though we haven't seen each other in a couple of years, like, you know, it's, it's good to know. And so, you know, don't hesitate to reach out, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, we'll you're gonna have to, we're going to have to, we're going to have to definitely do this again uh, without a shadow of a doubt. I, you know, I appreciate these, these moments. It gives me an opportunity to, to reconnect, to have conversations, to, um, to, to know that it's not just me. Uh, <laughs> Hey, you know, yeah. it's not it's so not true. just me. You know what I'm saying? So true. Like sometimes you just be like, "Is anybody else dealing with this? Like, has anybody else seen this?" Yeah. Like, so it's 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 great to to be able to do this, and it and it came out of a, you know, a, out of a place of just wanting to to be able to have um, a forum like this, an opportunity like this. So, you know, what I'm saying if you if you have any ideas, I'm open. Uh, matter of fact, I think this was your idea, Harvey, to have this conversation. I appreciate that, man. Um, and, uh, you know, it is, you know, if you if you know anybody else, you don't have to call them out on Hayward. If you know anybody else you want, yeah, they should be on the, on the show. On the, you know what I'm saying? My, my, my brother, Angel. Angel right. Resto, my brother. That's right. That's right. That's right. So everyone's learning. Carlos just likes to put people on blast. Uh, hey, hey, join the party. Join the movement. <laughs> John's gonna blow up. You want to be part of this? You know, I just look. I just want to be able to 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 keep offering this opportunity to chat, have these conversations. Um, you know, next time, uh, Carlos, you're gonna have to you know make it out, and and Harvey, you're gonna have to make it out for the uh, for the uh, the happy hour. We did a happy hour a couple of oh, weeks ago. Nice. Um, it was just you know we just chatting it out. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, but, uh, you know, thank you guys so much. I, I really do appreciate this. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's been great. Um, this has been, uh, another episode of daddy confessions. Um, again, as I told these guys, if you know of any topics that you think we should talk about on the show, please send them to the daddy confessions at gmail.com. Um, or if you would like to be on the show, hit me up. Um, we are on Instagram. Uh, we got a Facebook group going and uh, YouTube and all your podcast uh, options out there to listen to the show. So I say again to the four people uh, who listen to the podcast, thank you. Um, and uh, to that fifth person who might hear it soon, thank you in advance. And uh, I want to say good night and thank you for listening to Daddy Confessions. Thanks for listening to Daddy Confessions. Check out the show notes for more information about some of the things we talked about on this podcast and for how to reach me if you would like to be on the podcast. 
If you like what you heard, click subscribe, share it with a friend, and don't forget to give us five-star rating and drop a review on your favorite podcast app.